Welcome to Field Notes by Ag Choice, a podcast series covering timely, relevant topics for Pennsylvania's agricultural and rural communities. Each episode will include an interview of an Ag Choice expert or one of our industry partners discussing information you need to know. My name is Rachel Sadizen, and with me today is Phil Taylor, Ag Business Consultant with Ag Choice Farm Credit. In his role as a business consultant, Phil works with farm families on transition plans, feasibility studies, business plans, and more. In today's environment, he also has written contingency plans for farms and agribusinesses operating during the pandemic. Phil, thanks for joining me. You're very welcome, Rachel. I'm glad to be here. So let's go ahead and get started. There's no doubt that the COVID-19 crisis is impacting agriculture. From your perspective, why is contingency planning important? As I went through the process with a farm to do a contingency plan, it took me back to my days as a baseball player in Little League when I was 8, 10, 12 years old. And uh, the reason it takes me back is because I can remember our coach always uh, instructing us or yelling to us on the field, to be thinking about what are we going to do when the ball comes to us, you know, and given a situation on the baseball field at that time, where's the best play that I can make and what is it I can do to do the best for my team. And so by thinking about that and thinking ahead, that's the way I kind of see this contingency planning and why it's important because it gives us and provides us a plan of implementation. It gives us a, a set plan for what we're going to do, a roadmap, if you will, for the business operators to follow. The opportunity to think through the reaction to that future crisis or problem if it comes to us, and there's some that would say it's not if coronavirus is going to come to the farm, it's when. Part of the planning process too is sharing that plan with everyone on the farm. So in my mind, they each of the employees or family members should know that the plan exists Uh, so they can follow it or follow the parts of it that they are responsible for. So it's all about being prepared. Okay, thanks. So, Phil, what are the key aspects of a written contingency plan? I would say the first is the situation. What situation are we specifically in? What specific situations might require implementation of that contingency plan? So are we talking about... um, Uh, One of our employees uh, calls on the phone and says, I can't come to work today because I'm sick. Uh, What kind of sickness might that employee have? Is it something leaning towards COVID-19 or is it some other illness? And so that's going to be a different situation. Or we find out that one of the delivery guys for some of our supplies was tested positive and we realized that that person was on the farm and talked with two or three of our employees while he was there. And so that's a different situation. And uh, or somebody brings home uh, the the coronavirus from their workplace, and they're one of our family members. So part of the first part is uh, what are the situations that are going to arise. Second part of a plan would be who are the contacts that we need to be that that need to be aware of the situation that we have. So who needs to do something about that situation? and who needs to know about it. These would include our family members, our employees, our customers, and our vendors, particularly the vendors who are spending time at the farm or uh, service people like the milk hauler or the veterinarian uh, that are on the farm 
uh, frequently and are interacting with the people on the farm. Then I'd say the third thing, uh, critical part of the contingency plan is what are our actions? What are we going to do about it? What specific actions need to be taken? So if we list those out, given the situation, who's the person needs to make a contact, and what is it that we need to do as a result of that situation? Those are the three key parts of the contingency plan. From your discussions with farm families and putting together contingency plans, what have been key takeaways for the farm businesses? I think one of them has been uh, realizing the potential harm that could come to people or the business if and when this virus hits their farm. I'm thinking particularly of, of older farm families or, or members of farm families who may not be of, uh, in perfect health or may be more susceptible to it. And so realizing that, you know, this is, this is likely to happen to us at some point and we've got people that are more susceptible than others. Another part would be how many measures there are to, to curb the potential infection and to uh, reduce the potential for people being infected, such as cleaning protocols, wiping down everything, uh, what things should we, should we be cleaning more often. So there's, there, these farms are going through a lot of different measures that are far out of the norm. And so it's taking a lot more time, taking a lot more thought. You know, what about social distancing? What does that mean for, you know, people? Does that mean we were specifically not, you know, being close to each other? What about visitors to the farm, dealing with those vendors and customers who uh, come to the farm and dealing with the vendors and customer protocols that are out there that they may have said, if we have a farm that's uh, got a positive test for coronavirus, we won't be servicing that operation or nobody's going to be going there. And then I think another one uh, is the frustration with things they can't control or can't easily plan for, such as we've had farms that are now uh, had orders to reduce their milk shipments. Uh, they may be dealing with disruptions in supply chains. So that's a frustration for many of the farms that they're just trying to minimize the impact of things they can't control. Are there any other final insights you'd like to share today? I have one that I think is important for farms to remember, and that is that by doing this plan, informing the family, the employees and their families, the vendors and customers, that you've done some thinking about this, you've done some pre-planning, you instill a level of trust in these other people and a sense of caring, that they know that you demonstrate that you're concerned for their well-being by taking the steps to prepare for something that could negatively affect them as well. I think that sends a message to those that we're dealing with that, that we care about you. We are concerned that we don't pass this or, or make this coronavirus worse than it otherwise could have to be. Phil, thanks again for joining me on this episode to share about contingency plans and their importance during this time. Thanks, Rachel. You're very welcome. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Listen to other episodes of Field Notes by Ag Choice posted at agchoice.com slash podcast.